Today's show is sponsored by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top, and type in LASS to get a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Today's show is also sponsored by Legacy Box. Go to LegacyBox.com slash love and save 40% today. I feel like I didn't have any conceptualization for how intimate and close yeah. you could be with another person in such a really, really special, beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't realize how you couldn't conceptualize. Like it's such a powerful relationship. Mm-hmm. It's such it's so life-giving. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week. Real life which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm Alyssa. And welcome back to The Real Life Podcast. Today, we have a fun, random, unique episode, and we wanted you guys to set the tone for the episode. I'm usually the one kind of thinking of what we're going to talk about and what we're going to do, and sometimes it's random and weird. And I just said, you know what? Not everyone wants that every week. Not everyone wants that every week. So The Windowberry one was a little much for me. Hey, that one was hilarious because that one was the most... The poop one. Yeah, that was the most... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, contrasting, meaning like... A lot of people literally said that was like their favorite real life podcast episode. And really? a lot of people said like, bro, like I wasn't with you. <laughs> so it was literally like, it was like, uh, oh, the most polarizing. That was the word I was looking for. Mm. Yeah. Funny. Um, okay. So this one, we guys, we let you, we, we let you guys set the tone. We don't do this very often, but we let you guys write in preloaded questions. I will try to say what your guys' names are. And we'll range these all the way from funny to serious to marriage and family to singleness to theology i tried to range them all so and i have no idea what they are so here's a good starting one which i thought was kind Spirit. of a fun i know lead it was a, which i thought was an encouraging one and we can just um talk about this one because i thought was fun okay here, come in come in a little bit right here in the frame i just realized you're a little okay oh. um okay uh for those watching on video if you don't know we post things on video okay <laughs> so Christ, Kristen rose smith said how has marriage exceeded your mm. expectations vice versa, and how you process through that. That's a great question. How has Merritt exceeded my expectations? Do you want to go first? Go ahead. I have Alyssa's a little like, bit of Alyssa's mom like, brain Alyssa's right Alyssa's like, it didn't exceed my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. Jeff is not. <laughs> okay. I will honestly say, guys, it did exceed my expectations. Marriage. Did it? Yes. Marriage to Alyssa Joy Bethke is one of the best things I've ever done in my life. The best thing I've ever done in my life. Honestly, guys, I'll say, <clears throat> how did it exceed my expectations? I feel like marriage, and I don't, I'd love to know if other married couples feel like this. <clears throat> Sorry, clear my throat. Um, how do I say this? Like, I feel like I didn't have any conceptualization for how intimate and close yeah. you could be with another person in such a really, really special, beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't realize how... You couldn't conceptualize. Like, it's such a powerful relationship. Mm-hmm. It's such... It's so life-giving i feel like i feel like i'm a better person because of Alyssa, but i mean like really so and i feel like i never realized how drastic that was like i feel like i'm more confident because of you i'm more free because of you i'm more um in my true self because of you 
And then also just to have like a best friend, but not just a best friend, but like a best friend that is like so intimate with all the benefits that marriage has. It's just like that, which we know what we're talking about there, but it just, it, no, it just exceeded my expectations of just like the, the, the level, here's what I'm trying to say, the level of closeness and intimacy, I couldn't have actually been able to conceptualize until we got it. And it's just like, it is so amazing being married to you and it's so close and rich and like i feel so uh full because of you so that's Aww. how it's exceeded my expectations but what about you thanks babe You're welcome oh well, how do i like we said it didn't that. exceed a list of expectations <laughs> <laughs> i will say there's a point if you're married and if you aren't there will be a point in your marriage probably your first year of marriage there'll be a point where you go what did i just do <laughs> so there are i never had that but yes you never had that no oh i definitely did but um <laughs> no i think the thing that exceeds my expectations was um and i've shared a lot about this but how y- you know when you before you're married you can always hide part of yourself um even when we dated, I could come home from a date night and cry my eyes out at something that was said or something I'm afraid about. Um, or with friends or with your parents or whatever, there's always like part of you that only the Lord knows. And in marriage, having Jeff see all of that, like I can't hide from him. I can't run away. He always is there. He's always asking me. He pursues me and I can't run away from it, but yet he's not going anywhere. And Mm -hmm. he enters in and he, helps me in my weakness. He loves me through it. He points me to Jesus. Um, It really shows me the love of Christ Mm -hmm. and how he knows all of our, all of us and all of our darkness and our fears. And he enters in and just like wants it to bring us to, um, what do you call that? fruition or like just like he wants to make us the best our best selves and he wants to bring us into the light and he wants to like just really envelop us in his love and nothing pushes him away and i feel like in marriage i get a real taste of that and Mm. i never would have um expected that and so that's been a really really sweet thing that's good i appreciate that babe and it, is it true. wasn't as like, sorry, you were so sweet with me, but I just, <sighs> I'll take just it. seeing like the Lord in that light has been really sweet. Yeah. I'll, I'll receive it. I'll receive the blessing. So, um, okay, let's, let's pick the next one. Where was it? Where was it? Um, I thought this was, this one can be kind of quick, but oh man, you didn't write your, well, you wrote your, it's just your username. <laughs> Tootie, Tootie 27. <laughs> um, our kids have a book right now called what is it the toot ones all i think of is farts when i see that <laughs> don't you yeah it's like a baby that what's it's funny it's have you guys read that book and he toot, it's a baby book it's a baby book but about how all the different toots there's like the daddy toots and daddy's toots are loud mommy's, mommy's toots, toots are, are quiet. quiet i don't know baby's toots smell it's funny okay so 2d27 there you have it how can people i think this one's good because this one's kind of a clarification to what we talk about a lot how can people who have nine to five jobs or nine to six jobs cultivate a life of rhythms and peace and child bonding and spouse bonding like yours it doesn't seem possible in my mind and i love this question because i always want to answer this question because i we we're very sensitive to that that Mm -hmm. we are more of a contractor freelance self-employed lifestyle um and that's not everyone's lifestyle but what i would say is 
there's pros and cons to both. I don't mm-hmm. like how we make it idealistic to like work from home. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people sell that dream and you see those people kind of selling that online and you know that, you know, oh, do this and you can work from home and make a million dollars. And it's just, that's not how it works. Work is holy and sacred and dil- and good. And whether you're in service industry, whether you're a firefighter, whether you're a photographer, whether you travel, whether you have a boss, whether you don't, work is sacred and holy. But the key word is integration with your family. And you can always go one more step farther in integration. That's what I like to say. So I know I know some people that work from home and like they don't, they're not, they're not, I don't think they do that well at integrating with their kids and their family. Like it's not, that doesn't make it special. What makes yeah. it special is the, the intentionality grass, of the heart. The grass can always look greener on the other side. Totally. What it really comes down to is the intentionality of the family mm-hmm. and the heart. Now, of course, I think there is some jobs on all sides that kind of stretch and start hurting the family. So you have mm-hmm. to always ask that question. Is our job serving the family or hurting the family, right? Meaning like, are we all burning out just so that someone can get a paycheck? Well, that's got to be considered then. You got to talk about that. But in general, most people, it's like, no, it's like, you, you know, I think a couple ways to integrate is to not think, to not tell your kids that daddy's going to work or that mommy's going to work, but tell your kids like, we are sending daddy out to work. We are sending mommy out to work because it's our mission. We are a team. We're a family team. And I don't know if you guys have seen, but go, go follow us on family teams. That's our other initiative we're doing on Instagram, familyteams.com. We talk about this a lot. We try to equip and resource, but what a lot of people don't know is that family teams is us and the priors. So two couples. And what a lot of people don't know is the priors. Jeremy is a CEO of like a company that like he goes to every day. Like it's not, he doesn't. So, I mean, this person that's kind of, the spearhead and the talking head of this initiative is actually a nine to five. Mm. And so I think we just have to like, it's not, it's not this idealistic dream scenario. Like we look very different from the priors, Mm. our life and our jobs and our kids ages. And so he goes to, you know, he goes to an office and leads employees all day. And so that that's, yeah. So I think that's, and and I think he does a really good job of talking about that. So you can go family teams or, or, or team prior on Instagram to look that up. But yeah, I think go one step extra in integration. So whatever you currently have, say, okay, how can we make something bend around something, right? Mm-hmm. Can we make the lunch schedule bend around the family? So can the, you know, can, can dad come home for lunch or can I bring a kid to work for lunch or can we do a lunch date or can I, you know, take a trip here to utilize the work schedule better? Can we do that? There's a lot, but would you add yeah. anything to that? Well, I think the thing is, um, you know, so often I think we grow up with this, like, this is how life should look like. And I feel like I grew up with, like, the husband should go to work every day, mm-hmm. nine to five. The mom might have a part-time job or stay home. We go to school, like, these things. But really, and you have your expectations when you come into marriage of how your family's going to work. Yes. But, like, letting go of that and really asking the Lord, putting it all on the table and asking the Lord, what do you want for our family? What are rhythms that we can put in place that set us up to flourish what are the personalities of us as husband and wife? What are the personalities of our kids? What do they need? What what do we want to be about in this season? And then going from there and just letting yourself have freedom there, giving yourself creative space. Like for instance, um, our really good friends that Jeff works with, they have a two kids, a son and daughter, and the daughter's super into dance. And mm-hmm. But her dance school is two hours away and they don't want to drive in every day. But mm-hmm. dance is like, the world makes you feel like, but you have to do, if you want to be a dancer and be successful, you have to dance five days a week. And they're like, we're just not going to do that. We're going to pay the exact same amount, but well, we're here, only taking her two days a week. Here's what's crazy, guys. This, and I wanted to say this, mm-hmm. the dance studio made them, like like they called and they said, hey, like our daughter just wants to dance twice a week. Like 
you know, like this is too, too much of an impediment on our family. And they said, okay, well, sorry, we just have a five day a week program, um, that costs this much, but it wasn't that they cared more. The dance studio cared more about the money than the actual, uh, amount of time the kids were coming. So Craig, so they said like, okay, well, we'll still pay that, but we'll pay the same price, but can she still come only two days a week? And they said, yeah. So I just think that's fascinating that basically yeah. like they said, okay, so to sacrifice for their family, they, they didn't change what they paid, but she just shows up two days a week now. Um, I just, I just found that fascinating that they yeah. really like owned that and said, this is how it's going to be. And so I think to go out of the box, to ask questions, to kind of go out on a limb for your kids, to ask what is best for your family, and then to set up rhythms there. Um, you know, the Lord wants your family to flourish. The Lord wants you to have rhythms. The Lord wants you to be a family. And so how do you do that in the jobs and callings he's given you? It's a blessing what you're doing. And so then how do you integrate your family in that? And I think just having a lot of creativity and that may be, um, dreaming big things and going for it, maybe talking to mentors and having them speak into it. Um, it looks different for every family. And so, yeah. And I think the thing is too, that I'm learning is, the Lord, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And he, if you ask him like that verse in James, ask for wisdom, the Lord will give it generously. So ask him specifically, what rhythms do you want to our family to set up? What do you want to integrate in us? What things do we need to give up? What things do we need to implement? He will show you and direct you for your specific family. And so I think to lean into that too. Hey guys, Jeff, you want to tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Legacy Box. We've talked about them before. You know we love them. They're this really, really, really cool company that allows you to basically digitize um, and create a legacy box of your home movies and your photos. I know for me, uh, we have that desire, we have that want and that need, but then you have all these analog resources of photos, of photo albums, of old VHS videos that we want to digitize and make um, available f to us forever in a lot more systematic and smart and efficient way. And Legacy Box allows us to do that. So we absolutely um, love them. They save your family films and your photos from degrading or being lost forever. Now, one of the reasons we love Legacy Box, guys, is it's so easy and intuitive. You send your Legacy Box filled with old home movies and pictures, and they'll do the rest, professionally digitizing your moments onto a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD, whichever you want. And it's easy to follow instructions and barcodes included for every item. You receive all of your original recorded moments back, along with perfectly preserved digital copies, and you get personalized updates at every step, which is why we love them. And over 450,000 families have actually trusted Legacy Box with their memories, and so it's awesome. So we want to hook you guys up. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. So visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering you guys an exclusive discount. So if you go to LegacyBox.com love, you can get 40% off your first order. Again, that's LegacyBox.com love and save 40% today and start preserving your past. That's so good. Okay, I want to give this one to you because I feel like you're really good at this. So Paige asked, I've grown up in the church and always had the Bible spoon-fed to me, but now that I'm in college, I have no idea where to start or how to spend time in the Word and meet with God. I find the Bible intimidating, but I know it's the key to understanding God and growing in my faith. Where do I start? Okay, I love, who is it? Paige, but Paige. her... La Pagina. <laughs> um, That's her username, yes. I love this question. I love that you're asking it because it really shows that you want to know the Lord, that you have mm -hmm. a hunger for the word, that you desire righteousness. And so I love that you're even asking this. And I totally get it. I think that, you know, if you grew up in a Christian home, maybe your family's led devotions or 
growing up in the church has been um, maybe you're you haven't really done a lot of the Bible study on your own, and so college is a big time for that. Um, I think there's a lot of easy ways to do that. You could, and you know, I've I love reading God's word, but different seasons I've done different things, mm-hmm. and so maybe it's picking up a Bible study on Amazon um, that you want to go through, and it's just like or a a book about the Lord that you want to go through. You read a chapter a day. You read two pages a day. Um, you read, uh, you know, you go through Psalms one nineteen and you read a verse a day and you journal about it. It can be anything, just as long as you're getting into the Word. Um, right now, I have um, this book that my friend get, got me, which I don't even actually know what it is. It's kind of like the Book of Common Prayer, but a little different. Um, I think it's called like Seeing Through God's Eyes and Anyway, it kind of goes through, it's like a thing for each day and it goes through like, um, uh, has a verse and then it has like, right now it's a, a psalm and then a little teeny passage from the gospels. And then it says like, pray for these three things. Um, and it has like a blessing. And so I've just been going through that and that's just been like, I can make it an hour long or I can make it five minutes, which has been really nice in my season with having a newborn. Cause I just can't like sit and study God's word for a really long time. And so, um, I think it's just different things. So you can get a Bible study, walk through another thing that is really good. You could pick a passage of scripture, like the gospels or going through the Psalms or the Psalm of Ascent. I have that on my Instagram. If you want to go back and there's these certain questions that you can ask about each, each passage, whatever you read and just journal about it. Like, okay, I'm going to read Psalm 30 today. Um, in this Psalm, the first question is, what does this say about God? So go through and bullet point everything that it says about God. What does this say about me? Okay. I'm going to bullet point everything that says about me. What does this say that God does? And then I'm going to bullet point all of that. And I feel like even just doing that simple exercise, you don't have to go out and buy a Bible study. Um, it really just brings the passage to life. It's not like you're just reading it to check it off your list, but you're like, wow, this is who God is. And wow, this is who I am, or this is where I need to grow. This is what he does. It really builds our faith. And so that's just a really simple exercise too. That's so good. And Paige, one last thing I'd add is, I don't think we wrestle with or realize enough that like the Bible is a collection and a library of ancient texts. So like, it's not just something that, God's God is creative and speaks and he breathes no matter the education level, no matter the insight level, no matter. He, that's obvious in, in, in all of human history. But let's also, I think, be realistic that these are ancient texts from thousands of years ago mm-hmm. with a lot of nuance and depth and culture. And it's a library of texts, you know, 66. And so different books across like 1500 years. So all that to say is I think we all need to admit we need help reading it and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think like that's actually why it says God has given the church, the family of God, teachers, preachers, you know, um, uh, and, and the gifts of the church. I'm blanking right now, like in Ephesians or something, um, because we need those people to unpack the scripture for us to pass down another tradition to help us with wisdom and insight because God has uniquely wired them and taught them. So all that to say, one really good resource I would push you towards is the Bible Project. So it's a mm. YouTube channel and they yeah. also have an app, I think called Read Scripture, but they are phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. And that's, this is literally their mission is to basically unlike the unlock the Bible in a creative and fresh way and give you context and background and help and overview of the main themes and stories so that then when you do start reading it you can understand what you're reading mm-hmm. stuff actually makes sense and you see what's going on and you can get the most out of it so Bible really project YouTube channel the Bible project 
listen to their podcast. They're good friends, John and Tim. We actually kind of helped them launch in a little bit like four years ago, and they are incredible and love those guys. So Bible Project, go check them out on YouTube or on their podcast or other stuff. Okay, best um, Rebecca said, best newborn advice. We are expecting <laughs> our first little in April. Yay, congratulations. Congrats. Um, I'll share something real quick, then I'm sure Alyssa has more because she's the sensei and she's the one that <laughs> pushed it out of her. So um, can I say that? Okay, too late. Yeah. Um, isn't that crazy, guys? Like women just boom, it just like human comes out of them okay um it's incredible it is incredible it's incredible what a gift um that i don't have to do it (laughs) but it's a gift thank you for caring and pushing out our children okay uh best newborn advice i would say and this is partly my eightness because i'm like okay standing alone and I, i think i really struggle when people like take on a lot of peer pressure of like there's no more place of like feeling the burden and pressure of having to do like five million things right and appropriate and correct than having a baby like there's just so many voices of just do it this way you know make them sleep this like just so much advice and you want to be informed and you want to do what's helpful for your baby but i think the best thing i can say is just like it's your baby that god has given to Mm -hmm. your family not to Mm -hmm. the person who wrote the book not to the person next door, not to the overbearing, you know, friend or, or mentor or whatever. You know, I don't know if there's someone in your life that's like, you know, the person that gives too much advice. Um, yeah, I just don't, it's your baby and it's your child and be sensitive to what the spirit wants to do through you. Uh, or I mean, and, and, and just like, it's, it's, it's a relationship between you and the Lord that the Lord has given this child to you to steward and raise up as a disciple um, and I think to me, that's just like, takes off the pressure of like, it's mm. your baby, the God, God will equip you for your baby. He will encourage you for your baby mm. and he will take you on a journey and a story to tell a story with your child. So I just think like you got, so what I'm saying with that is be informed, do all the things people say, but like, you just got to move on if it's like not working or if it's like, you feel like that tension of like, Oh, the culture is saying we got to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm, it's not working right? It's like, well, that's then just being, it's not working then. And like, you know, and just rest in that and think about that. But does that make sense? Mm, Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Basically what I'm saying is don't (laughs) let the pressure of cultural advice about how you should raise your kid, what you should do, the right ways to do everything, especially with the newborn stage. Because I feel like that's really palpable and powerful. And a lot of people, I think, get overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You're not vibing with that? (laughs) (laughs) Just give me that look, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, like, nah, bro. No, I mean, there's just so many nuances there. That's why it's kind of a hard... No, I'm just saying, like, rest. Don't forget to rest in the fact that God has given you this child to you. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. God has given you this child, and he will equip you. He will encourage you. He will enable you, and he will help you pick up the slack where you feel like it's hard, and you're failing, and you need help. Hey guys, I want to tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Stamps.com. We love Stamps.com. As a small business owner, someone who sends out books and posters and shirts and all these different things, I absolutely love Stamps.com. No one really has time to go to the post office anymore, if you're like me. 
Um, it's a thorn in my side and I feel busy and don't want to do that with kids and jobs and works and projects. Um, and so that's why I love stamps.com. They're one of the most popular save, save time saving tools for small businesses. And they bring all amazing services of the U S postal service right to your computer, whether you're a small office sending invoices an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, they can handle it all. You just use your computer to print official postage. US 24 seven, any letter, any package, any class. And we absolutely love them. They're a no brainer guys. So we want to hook you guys up. So special offer for our listeners that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale with no long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in lasts. Again, that's stamps.com and enter lasts. I don't know if this is your first newborn, but I could literally, I feel like I could literally write a book about yeah, this. Yeah, for, first. Oh, you're first. I could write a book about this. This would be like a five-hour conversation. There's so many things that come to my mind. Um, I don't even know where to begin. And I have mom brain, so I like can't put two words together right now. Um, the best advice that I would give for a newborn is I honestly feel like every time I have a baby, um, the first six months are just hard for me. I struggle with postpartum anxiety and, um, it's just like you're learning a whole new person and, and every baby I've had has been different with sleep, with eating, with my body, with our family. And so, um, I think the, the thing I'm really learning is, um, I don't have to worry that God will sustain me in mm. this season that he is drawing me closer he's making me strong he's making me resilient he's making me to really i think the main thing in the newborn stage for me is like i'm just on my knees a lot praying and mm. asking and that's beautiful to the lord because he wants us to come to him and even if that's on our knees if we're coming to him, that's mm -hmm. all that he desires. And he will give wisdom for you. He will give the help you need. He will give you the advice we, he, we need. Um, I feel like sis was a pretty easy baby, very textbook. Kinsley. Kinsley. Yep. She's pretty textbook. And I had help from my mom and I had some books and I had, um, some mom friends that I could ask things from. And then Canon, you know, he was born and I was like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. The things that didn't work with kids and the things that did, and mm -hmm. I'm going to implement these. And then it just didn't work with him. And so it was like, Oh, you're a whole new person. And so I need to learn new things with you. And with him, his eating was off, his sleeping was horrible. So we had a lactation consultant come, we had a sleep consultant, which if you need one, Hannah, um, I'll get her name, but anyway, there are sleep consultants. It's incredible. They're abs I like bald crying. She was like the biggest answer to prayer. Um, she was a believer. She, we did the email thing. So every day I would email her. Um, like if those things are hard, there is help. And then with Lucy, it's like, she was born. I was like, okay, I have no idea what you're like. I can't wait to get to know you. And she has had lip and tongue tie. And so that's been a journey, um, a new thing. And she's an incredible sleeper. And so it's just like, Every baby is different mm. and I'm still, no matter what, still totally relying on the Lord. Even though Kinsley was pretty textbook, she was my first baby. And I feel like yes. you, you're just like, oh my gosh, you're sending me home with up to the, from the hospital. <laughs> like you trust me with this baby. And so, oh man, I remember um, that, that, that first come, <laughs> oh man, I was like, don't, 
I felt so vulnerable when we like put her in the car and it's like, I got to drive this thing home. Like, <laughs> I know. And I felt like, um, am I, can I do this? Am I equipped? Am I, yeah. and, I and I wasn't, but God ended up. Yeah. So I think the thing is I'm even though, and I think, um, Angie, um, the courageous mom on Instagram has really good stuff. She has a whole course on postpartum and how to have like just things. And I've only, um, listened to one of her videos, but I was blown away. I was like, why didn't I know this? Like <laughs> superfoods after you have a baby, like bone broth and avocados and eggs and just a bunch of things. So she has a great resources too. But the main thing is to accept this season, to soak up the baby because it's beautiful, to depend on the Lord because it will be stretching. Um, and then to really like have you and your husband be a team in it to really like lean into each other and help each other and to not let those lies come into your head about competition, about who's doing what, what role is whose. I know with sis, when she was little, it was like, well, you go to work and you get a clock off at five and I'm like, mothering is 24 seven. And so not to believe those lies to really step in and be a team in it, um, to really like implement things that set you up well. I know for women, after they have a baby, it's really important that you feel supported, that you don't feel alone, um, and that you take care of yourself, eating good foods, having support, all those things. And so I can go on and on, but hopefully there is some nugget of truth there. Totally. But it really is just like, I'm just soaking up Lucy so much in her snuggles and um. Yeah, it's a it can be a really sweet season, but no matter what it is, to really lean into the Lord. Yeah, and then I think I, what I would say to that, which is the cousin of that, and then also the cousin of what I said, of don't try to bulldoze through the season with all your right answers. Mm-hmm. Of again, I think that's kind of this cousin to what I said earlier. Of like, so many times we just want to read all the books, get all the facts, get all the right things, and then just start like pounding that into the baby. When it's like, no, like that's. Let the baby speak to you. Let the season speak to you. Let the let it kind of like, not like let it be what it is, because if it's hard, you want to try to find solutions and help, but like bond and let it be sweet and let it be tender and let it be a really, really special season that you're not going to get back because you don't. Yeah. And so I think uh, that's, yeah, I think kind of like concentrating on bonding, attaching, and just the, the sweet, sweet newborn stage and just kind of letting it be that. Yeah. You know, I think it's really special. So, but then within that, also asking for help. Oh, yeah. Get help. Because it, the way you can let it be a sweet season (laughs) is by getting help. The way you can let it be is like, I need it all. At some point, you do need to train. Solve it, Lord. You do need to train your kids how to sleep, how to eat, how to, you know, and it goes on and on their whole life. But, um, yeah. Okay. Last question. Um, this one is fun. Says, what is one, I was going to try to, it's like TSA Renge is your Tassara. I don't know. We love you. It's hard when it's the username. I can't distinguish a name. Uh, What is one interest? It's just a fun one to end on. What is one interest that you have that Alyssa doesn't (laughs) care for? And what's one interest that Alyssa has that you don't care for? And what do you do about it? Ooh, there's so many. That's fun. Oh, what do you mean? Like interest that you have that I don't care for or that I have or? Well, that you have that I don't care for. And I think what she's asking (laughs) with this question is, um, Kind of the the ones where the rubber meets the road, meaning like, is there anything where I feel like in the marriage I have to go get on my own or like go do on my own because you don't want to join me with it or you don't want to be a part of it? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I do actually. I, that 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 is that like takes me away. The only thing I would say is like going to see movies. <laughs> like I really enjoy. But we have a rule basically where Alyssa's a very sensitive heart, so we can't watch any movie except a romantic <laughs> comedy, like ever, because anything more than that, if it's more than PG or if it's not a romantic comedy, then like she has nightmares about it and it's like too dark for her spiritually. And I get that. I want to protect her. So because of that, 
the movie choices we watch are very uh, uh, Hallmark. Are very small selection. <laughs> and so then I have to go get all the other movies I want to watch, like crime ones and FBI ones and Avengers and all these different things on my own time. So I'd probably say that. But what would, what would you yeah, say? Yeah, but Je- also Jeff's dream is to go to the movie theater by himself. I'm yes. like, that's my worst No, nightmare. that's like my favorite thing to do. And whenever I have a girl's night, he'll like stay up late and watch a whole season of a show that I would never watch with him. Yes, because so I have to take a... advantage of it so that I can be, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I want to take advantage of the time when we're together. So basically I try to, in the margins of when she's already doing something, I try to like take advantage of it. So there was, she had a girl's night like a couple months ago and I think I watched the whole season of Jack Reacher that whole night just because I was like, I got to get this in because I don't, you know, I don't want to be like watching it by myself in the corner when we're both sitting there and there's no one here. So I did it during a girl's no, night. No, but, but we each have our own hobbies. Like Jeff woodworking, loves woodworking. Yeah. He's a super, like he'll research things to smithereens like he'll just go on this hunt and he loves documentaries which i i watched one documentary with him and i fell asleep with intimates it was the most boring thing i've that was ever a, I, watched. I chose a bad one for her to watch with me but yeah documentaries woodworking um i mean i love woodworking but i'm not going to do it with you that's what i mean yeah yeah so that's probably one i go do by myself and enjoy doing by myself and you really like cooking lately like breads and pizza yeah, but i don't think that one is relative to like i don't think that one is something that i do that you're not interested in well, he just is so good at it and he is particular about it. So I just get the benefit. Yeah, that's true. true. But what about you? What would you say? What would you say are some things that interest you that I don't care for? And like, what does that, oh, what does that do for you? us? Oh, I or what do you, more hobbies. No, it's just like, it's kind of, I think it's kind of asking what is one interest that you have that Alyssa doesn't care for and what do you do about it? So I think they're kind of asking like, what do you um, do when someone has an interest in the marriage that like, I don't care for it. So then do you go do it on your own time? Do you like have to get it when you can? Does that make sense? Like, what's an interest you have that I don't care for? Shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. Which is hard because that's just been taken off the table. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, yeah, no more shopping. No shopping. (laughs) I haven't been to Target in months, guys. That's okay. Um, I don't know. You got anything? Sorry, my mind is. I thought that was going to be a more fun one than one before we answered it. I know. I mean, I feel like Jeff like is a real in like researcher. He knows everything about everything. And I could, I don't, I don't research at all. I'm like probably the most oblivious person you've ever met, met. And I'm much more relational. Like I'll talk about friendships. I'll talk about so-and-so and and like dynamics of this and that. And so sometimes we have to both step into that. Like if Jeff wants to tell me about something he's researching, then I have to be like, whew, okay, I'm going to like enter into this conversation. This is important to him. And then if there's like a relational thing, he has, I feel like, you yeah. like talking about that, but I can talk about it way more. And so you totally. kind of have to step into that and like really listen and hear my heart and really get yeah. to the, like the bottom of it. That's the meat of it, guys. And yeah. that's, it took us a minute to get there. It wasn't just hobbies. You're right. It was more like that. And that is, yeah, there's, that's what we do about it is we kind of know that the other person cares. And so then we take interest because they care, not because we care. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that thing for you is, yeah, like that window, the 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 one we the the podcast episode we did on like waste and poop and all that, like that's literally <laughs> a microcosm of our life. Of like, I love that stuff, thinking about all that. And Alyssa's like, this is too much, but she will step into it when she just to like serve me a little. But she won't step into it that much. She'll be like, okay, I'm done, I'm tapping out. And then same <laughs> with me, me with relational notes. stuff. I'm like, okay, I can, I'll, I'll get into that. I'll hear that, but I, I I can't do too much of that. So that's probably what it is. That's but you one. can, but it has to be a certain moment. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. That's so. what I would say. All right, guys, this was so fun. <laughs> Let us know on Instagram what you thought of this week's episode. Episode. It was so fun. Random. Thank you guys for asking the questions. We might do this one again and maybe we'll do more. It'd be fun if we kind of do like uh, specific ones over a couple months, meaning like this episode is a Q&A on this yeah. and this is a Q on this. So let us know if you'd like that and let us know if we answered your question or if you want us to answer yours next and we will see you guys online. Take care. Bye.